all to help counter Ukraine's brutal aggression that's happening because of Russia. Madam Vice President, do you have a moment to talk about classified documents? Did you ever take classified documents home as a senator? Can you assure the American people that when President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris leave office, no classified documents will walk away with them to places they shouldn't be? So I'm going to be very careful here. Uh, as you can imagine, what I can say is repeat what the president has said multiple times. Uh, he takes classified information. Uh, he takes classified documents very seriously. Uh, his team currently is fully cooperating uh, with uh, the legal uh, procedure that is happening under the Department of Justice and also the special uh, counsel. I'm just not going to go beyond that. Uh, I'm not going to predict or, or, or uh, lay out uh, anything that might happen in the future. What I can say is this is something that the president, uh, this is a matter, an issue that the president takes very seriously. Sir, are the searches of your homes completed? Mr. President, when is Jeff Zion starting as your next chief of staff? Will you search for Hobbit? It is January 26th, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has all of his socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Little louder. Hello, everybody out there in Rob is Right Land, to listeners all around the world and the planet Mars and Jupiter, and hello to Stu. Stu, how you doing today? I am well. How are you? Tip top, buddy. Ready to get after it. All right, folks. We all know I'm the smartest man in the world, and I see things that other people do not see. And this is what the media is missing, the report on the top secret files, classified files, um, um, in the hands of Joe Biden and his various properties and offices uh, in the mid-Atlantic states. Instead, can we flash a picture of my friend Amy up here real quick? Amy and I were talking on the phone last night, and we were talking about this. And um, I don't know, for some reason, when I talk to Amy, I get insight. And I thought about something that I think is relevant. So, um, somebody is ratting Joe Biden now. Okay. And there's a reason. And we all think, and, you know, Tucker Carlson and a lot of the people who are opining on this, that it's fellow Democrats who are doing this because they don't want him to run. Well, I think that might be a little far-fetched because the Democratic Party does not operate like a block like that. There's still plenty of people protecting him, especially the FBI and the DOJ. The question is, why were his lawyers looking for these files? Um, and at the time it was leaked to the New York Times, only the DOJ and the White House knew about these files. But why? Why, after six years, would they go and try to pull these files secretly and clandestine-like um, to get them out of the Penn Biden Center? Hmm. We've assumed that whoever is ratting them out is a domestic domestic actor. But they might be a foreign actor. They might be somebody trying to blackmail the Biden administration. Think about it. If Hunter Biden has these has 
use these classified documents to do business with Ukraine and sell influence, basically to commit treason with his father. Um, that means Ukraine likely has these documents as well. Um, might this be some sort of power play um, by Ukraine, by Z Zelensky saying, hey, we've got this on you. And um, and if you don't give us the Abram tanks, then we're going to spill the beans. And it might be that they just fired a shot across the bow and saying, this is what we can do because we know stuff. Um, so, Stu, people out there, Biden administration has been co corrupted by its illegal, unlawful, unethical and treasonous ties with foreign leaders and foreign governments. Why would it surprise anyone that at this stage of the development of this influence peddling, that they're not trying to flex their muscles somehow? It's a lot we don't know. But I would just say, consider that it's a foreign actor who's ratting the president out. So in regards to the files, it was revealed that President Jimmy Carter had classified documents in his home after leaving office in 1981, and he returned them. And, you know, we're now seeing Trump, Biden and Pence. Now, all three of those fellows have these classified document scandals now is the reality that this is just something that happens all the time and no one really cares until effectively you try to weaponize it against trump and now it's just revealing that everyone is guilty of this you know lindsey graham came out and said well if you went to my house you would only find chick-fil-a wrappers and uh, you got Trump, you got Pence, you got Biden. The only thing I think you'll find at my house is a bunch of Chick-fil-A bags on the floor. Uh, the bottom line is I don't, I don't know how this happened. We need to get to the bottom of it. I don't believe for a minute that Mike Pence is trying to intentionally compromise, compromise national security. I think that about Biden and Trump, but clearly we've got a problem here. Stu, that's not true. They would also find a lot of sex toys at Lindsey Graham's house. You know what I mean. Continue. It's been pointed out by the ACLU's Ben Weisner. The way that breaches of classification works is too often strict liability for thee, impunity for me. And Edward Snowden also chimed in on this very issue as well. How is it possible that I have fewer classified documents in my house than the last few White House admins? The Espionage Act is a strict liability crime. Good intentions are no defense. Under the dumb law, these guys are all undicted criminals. And so we are really kind of seeing the chickens coming home to roost. And I wouldn't be surprised if we went into the homes of everyone in Congress that 40% of them probably have some sort of classified document they shouldn't have just sitting there in their house. And Snowden, just one last thing about Snowden, he did have this kind of really funny remark on this. If you work at the CIA or NSA, don't let a security officer write you up for failing to secure a document within the safe. Instead, inform them that the recent policy demonstrates that the Department of Justice may accept your home, Corvette, 
random college, or underwear drawer as an approved container. <laughs> Touche. Well, Stu, the muddy water, you know, the fog about all this is, is nobody knows what these classified documents said. When Hillary Clinton went through some of this, you know, some classified documents, they're outdated where the news of what's being classified is already out in the in the open or it doesn't matter or it's just a minor thing uh, that they're trying to keep keep secret that everybody knows anyway. Um, so this is the way a story can be used to weaponize the fact that they have these documents against somebody because, you know, oh my God, you're giving away state secrets, blah, blah, blah. But you really don't know if that's the case to be fair. Um, but it's also not fair that the Justice Department and the FBI can pick on somebody like they did Trump. And we don't know what these documents said. You know, we don't even know if they're classified, really. And of course, he declassified everything. So, you know, we're fighting over something. We really don't know what they are. But I will say this, too. Now, here we are talking about Mike Pence having something, Jimmy Carter having something. Donald Trump stuff was locked up. The real evil culprit of violating these laws is Hillary Clinton, whose server was unprotected. And every espionage agency of every foreign government, even our friends, tapped into that. We know they did. We have proof that they did. And of course, it would be ridiculous to think that they didn't. Pete Buttigieg is an idiot. This is the result of people who haven't ever done anything in their lives. They've never been employed in the private sector. And these people who have been indoctrinated at these Ivy League schools who cannot think for themselves. He said today that every transportation decision is a climate decision. What the fuck? We're looking at investments that uh, that are fair, that contribute to equitable economic growth. We're looking at climate impacts because every transportation decision in, in the 21st century is a climate decision, whether we recognize it or not. Stu, I've actually built roads before, okay? Roads have to be built along a certain ridge line. Uh, these people have no practical knowledge of the way the world works. And I just I just want to slap him, okay? I just want to bat, 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 bat. They are just idiots. It's the way our standards in this in the United States have fallen in the past 10 years or so uh, with all the wokeness. 17% of Stanford University students state that they have cheated on final exams with this artificial intelligence technology called um, ChatGPT. And I'm not exactly sure everything it does, uh, but it generates swaths of human-like text. Okay. The real point is not the technology. It's 17% have said they cheat with just this one technology. It doesn't, that tells me they cheat in many other ways too. And still, when I was at the University of Virginia, I never knew anybody to cheat. Um, it was just unheard of. Um, and I think it's sad, Stu. This gets back to maybe the blackmail I was talking about earlier. Um, the United States and Germany are giving uh, uh, tanks to Ukraine. 
uh, we're giving the Abrams tanks, and I forget what the Germans called their tanks, but these are top-of-the-line pieces of equipment. You just can't just hop in a Abrams tank and start to drive it and shoot it, folks. you got to be trained. So United States personnel will clearly be involved in this, and I don't see how they cannot be on the ground in, in Ukraine. I got to ask, I'm just asking, you've got two corrupt countries, okay? What would be so bad if there were some sort of independent republic state that was a proxy of Russia in Donetsk, where there is a clear Russian majority? If they're part of Ukraine, if they're part of Russia, how is how are the lives of the people who live in that in that state or, or its sister republic really going to be changed? And is Russia we've learned is Russia really a threat to the West uh, with its army? We see thirty five million poor as dirt Ukraine fight them off for over a year. That's what I got, Stu. So I just have one story, and it's a Edward Snowden tweet in response to something that Elon did. And this is pretty interesting. So Twitter CEO Elon Musk caves to pressure from India and blocks all Indian users from accessing links to BBC doc criticizing Indian Prime Minister Modi. And so Twitter and YouTube were both ordered by the Indian government to block all links to this film. And this is a two-part documentary, and a lot of it covers the early 2000s when there were these anti-Muslim riots in India where a thousand people died. So this is being framed as we are doing this for public safety so that people in India don't have public unrest and everything stays smooth and there isn't any chaos that ensues. And so they're worried about tensions rising and you know fights in the streets now the sad thing is that modi's government has regularly pressured twitter to restrict or ban content it deemed critical of the prime minister or his party uh last year it threatened to arrest twitter staff in the country over their refusal to ban accounts run by critics after implementing new regulations for technology and social media companies and remember they also have that israeli spyware that they were using as well. And so the ban on the BBC documentary comes after a proposal from the government to give its press information bureau and other fact-checking agencies power to take down news deemed fake or false from digital platforms. And India has actually fallen in the press freedom index. They are now 150 out of 180 countries. So and they're supposedly the world's largest democracy. Um, it just shows you what a slippery slope it is. And what are they, Stu? They've got over a billion people. They're customers. Um, and Elon Musk does not want to lose those customers. He wants to have access to a billion people. It's about money, if you ask me. And um, But it's sad because Elon Musk... <laughs> feels that he's got to have India. Uh, he doesn't want to be canceled there. But the people in India want Twitter. Eventually, the the government would relent. 
because they have to to stay competitive in in the type of world we live in. Yeah, and Snowden said this, Elon Musk really shouldn't be fighting hashtag N-O-S-T-R. That's a crypto thing where essentially you could have your social media platform on the blockchain and censorship wouldn't be possible since it's just about the only thing that can save his business. The fate of the old platform model over the next decade is clear. And then Snowden says, Daniel 5.5, that is a reference to a biblical verse. I'm going to read it to y'all. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote. And so this is a reference to King Belshazzar of Babylon, who in his arrogance and blasphemy started partying with the sacred vessels of his father, Nebuchadnezzar, who had received these from God. And so they're drinking out of these vessels that were a gift from God. And the hand appears and writes on the wall. The king, Belshazzar, sees this. He freaks out. He's quaking. It literally says it in the verses later on that he's quaking in his knees. And his people fetch old Daniel at this point. Daniel's an old man. And Daniel translates the inscription and said, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. You have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Your kingdom has been divided and given to Meds and Persians. And then that was the day that Babylon fell. And so I think what we're seeing is Snowden is saying Musk has an opportunity here to either be a Nebuchadnezzar or a Belshazzar. But this move to be a censorer for the Indian government is taking what is possibly the sacred vessels of free speech and tainting them to be a tyrant like Belshazzar. And so very interesting that Snowden, who is a controversial figure, is giving us this very just uh, rich kind of analogy for us. And he even posted uh, a painting, a classical painting to accompany this tweet. And so my respect for Snowden has like tripled in the last like few hours after kind of going through all of his uh, tweets today. I mean, the dude was just on point. I like the metaphor, Stu. You don't you don't mess with the sacred vessels. That's for sure. And Stu, we talked about who Nebuchadnezzar and Belazar are in the current context. But would all this make me Daniel since I am the wisest man in the world? I would say pride comes before the fall. That's <laughs> all right, Stu. Okay, I'll catch you later. See you. Bye. Bye. Rob, Rob, Rob.